0: You're listening to The One Relationship, where we believe a strong marriage is the foundation for successful families, communities, and cultures. I'm Kate. And I'm Tanner. We're your hosts, and we've each had our share of unhealthy relationships. When we met, we committed to not repeat the mistakes of our past, so we set out to learn everything we could about creating a rock solid marriage. Join us every week as we bring you real talk from our experiences, other married couples, and relationship professionals we trust. To start strengthening your marriage now, head over to theonerelationship.com and get access to our free marriage manifesto today. Welcome to The One Relationship. My name is Kate Wendell, and I am very excited to talk to you today about uh, curbing the chaos. Now we touched on this in last week's episode, and I I wanted to just dive in a little bit more on what that really looks like. So I wanted to give you a little taste of some of those things that you can take with you in curbing the chaos. So appreciate you being a part of this week's episode. And if you are listening live, because I am live today, please let me know that you can hear everything okay and you can see. And of course, let me know where you're listening from. Would love that as well. And if you are listening to the podcast and just a few days later on the recording, uh, you can always come in and subscribe leave a review let us know you know how we're doing what's really resonating with you or maybe even just some of that feedback we'd love to hear from you as far as what you would like to hear about and maybe topics to cover as we go into this year together and continuing the journey on the one relationship as i mentioned last week also i'm kind of taking the lead on the podcast. So it's uh it's mostly me. We'll hear from Tanner every once in a while, but we hey Jimmy, what's going on? Thanks for being a part of the show, the live show. Jeremy's listening from Houston. I love it. Thank you. And so we we will continue to hear from Tanner where it fits in. But one of the things that I really noticed as we were, you know, Tanner and I were doing these things together and hosting the podcast and doing various challenges and working with our one-on-one clients and, and these couples is that the women really just are the ones who want to take a little bit more action. And no no disrespect to to the guys and there's of course exceptions to the rules, but we noticed that women really were the ones who you know showed up for for some of the things that we wanted to do with the couples. And so I feel like I want to connect more with with those ladies and so I've got this challenge going on for for this week, this coming week, starting on March 22nd. So if you're listening uh, as we've launched this podcast on Monday, March 22nd, it's not too late to join. And I'll give you some details about how you can get started on that. James is in uh, Beaumont listening. So thanks, James, for also jumping in. Look at that. I've got the guy's on live, which is awesome. appreciate that. We do have some guys who like to show up and, and that's beautiful. And there's, there's value in all of this because whether you're female or male, we have chaos in our life right now, right? So if you look at the current times, we're in the middle of a pandemic that is slowly starting to shift and hopefully give us that feeling of freedom and and opening up for many places within the United States and, and around the world. We have chaos just within our home, right? We're now, many of us as parents are doing remote learning and we're not only working our jobs, but now we're also guiding our children through school. Teachers have a whole different role now in how to make that work and keep kids engaged remotely. There's so much that creates. And then of course, just, you know, the day-to-day stuff of your household and whatever errands need to happen, doctor's appointments. There's so much that goes on and it is chaotic. It is a little bit crazy right now. And here's the thing I'm going to tell you. You might not like to hear this, but I'm always going to give you the truth here, is the chaos is never going to go away. It might look different. Chaos might come in different forms throughout the journey of our life, but the chaos is always going to be there, especially if you're a parent. And what I've really come to recognize in this past year, and not even so much because of the pandemic, it really opened my, like my eyes opened more just having another child, right? I had, I had David at, at the end of 2019. And so he's my second, we had, we had Charlotte before that. And then Tanner's daughter, Emma is with us. So now we're a household of three children where, you know, when we started, it was one and then we went to two and now we went to three. And I realized like the chaos that, that happens when you grow your family is it's it, it just <laughs> the chaos grows, and so, what like what are we gonna do about it, right? How are we gonna how are we gonna handle it? And I've got a great mentor, Scott Mann, who leads through chaos, and he's uh, he's taught me a few things that really have helped me over the past year. I think will be extremely valuable to you, and and really some of these things we're gonna dive into a little bit deeper in the Curb the Chaos Challenge. That I'm leading with the ladies for this next week. So if you are interested listening, you know, moms, mothers, I guess it's the same, wives, you know, I I want to come in with a group of women where, you know, we've got a lot on our plate and how are we going to handle the chaos and lead lead our family through the chaos, lead ourselves through the chaos. And so uh, the Curb the Chaos Challenge officially starts March 22nd. It's it's a Monday. You might be listening on the podcast. The first day of the challenge, not too late to join. You know Our trainings will be recorded. You'll be able to go back. You'll be able to catch up, but we'd love to have you. And if you're listening live today, it's it's just a few days prior to the challenge starting. Love for you to join and be a part of that. For the women out there who just need a little bit of help, in not feeling like you're sinking, like you can't get your head above water, right? So go to curbthechaosnow.com and register. Curbthechaosnow.com to register for the challenge, and I am I'm really excited about this because we've got a few special guests who are really going to help us through some of those things that we can take into our family to help just create a little bit more calm and you know calm and Structure, but also that we're gonna we'll be able to create a community of people, a community of women who can really lean on each other, right? We're gonna be in this together for the next week and lean on each other. And I want that so badly for for mothers, you know, for wives and mothers who just feel like they're struggling. So I've been there, and I know what it feels like to just not be able to get your head above water. And here I, I want to just touch on a few things as far as those things that you can take into your life right now that will help curb the chaos. And this is and this will this is great for men and women. No matter where you are, the first thing that you really want to do is you know kind of check in with yourself and and lower your own emotions, your emotional temperature. We want to lower that because it's when we get stressed out and we get really caught up in the moment of all the chaos the emotions get heightened which really happened this past year through the pandemic you know emotions are heightened and and that tells our brain that we need to be in a fight flight or freeze mode and when you're in that mode you, you it's really hard to be rational it's really hard to respond in an effective way so the first thing you really want to do is just like Okay, this is a little crazy right now. And just take a step back. I've done this multiple times in uh, our house where the kids are screaming, the dog is barking, eating the kids' toys, food's being thrown on the floor. I don't know. There's probably like even music playing on in the house too to just add to more noise. I don't know. There's just noise, right? Like it's just so noisy. And I've had to take a step back and just watch the noise watch what everyone is doing and breathe. So this is my first tip to you. You've got to learn how to breathe. When we get into that tense mode, like that tense uh, feeling, we tend to hold our breath. We tend to clench our teeth. We tend to, you know, tighten up. So like we hold it in our shoulders, you know, so we're, we as humans react so physically to the chaos that it, and then it does us a disservice, right? So then we end up having a hard time being able to respond. So the first thing you want to do is just breathe. And this is what really has helped me. And the more I practice it, the, the better it becomes an automatic response for me. And then also I can handle the situation a lot better. And, and there have been times where I've literally had to say to Tanner, like, I, like I got to leave for five minutes. Like, just give me five minutes and I'll come back, right? Like let him handle it because, because it's, because I know I need to lower my emotional temperature. So the thing when it comes to breathing is you want to make sure you're doing the breath work through your diaphragm. So important to do that. We tend to breathe very shallow. And if you just, you know, just right now you're listening, take a big breath in. What happens? Do you feel your belly expand like a balloon? Do you feel your shoulders go up? Most people breathe vertical, right? So when they breathe in, they breathe with their shoulders up, right? And that's actually a very shallow breath, and that's not going to help you. So what you want to do is really practice that when you breathe in, your and you can breathe, you know, through your nose, through your mouth, you know. But breathe in, and your belly should expand out. It's like a it's like a balloon. And then when you exhale you breathe, you bring your belly back in so you kind of suck it back into your spine and you let it out just the way a balloon would lose air right when it loses air it shrivels back up right so it's the same concept and you want to practice that kind of breathing at least three breaths and if you could do three breaths throughout the day start your day that way or when you're going from like one meeting to the next transitioning from work to picking up your kids, you know, whatever that looks like, just various stages of the day, do some breath work, just three big breaths. And if you're having a hard time breathing from your diaphragm, the best way to do it is lay down. So practice it like when you get into bed for the night, you know, and just say, okay, I lay down, I'm on my back and then breathe in. It's really hard to breathe in correctly if you're laying down. So it's hard to like get your shoulders up When you're laying down and taking that big breath in, but that's the start, and we'll go into this a little bit more through the challenge next week. But but breath work is really important. So if you can start giving yourself some time to take some big breaths, and just let it quote frozen, but let it go. Right, you're just gonna like you gotta make a moan with it when you exhale too. Do that. Go let it out, right? Like it feels good. They say with um, people who are sick, who are in pain, they moan because the moaning actually helps their brain take, take the focus off of the pain. So it's sort of the same concept there. The second thing you want to do, and this was actually a great lesson I got from, as I mentioned, some of this that I've learned from my mentor, Scott Mann is what he calls HALT. And so this is like the number two tip, right? You're in this chaotic situation. You're like freaking out. You're like, Oh my God, I want to scream. I want to punch a wall. Like, ah, right. Stop and be like, am I hungry, angry, lonely or tired? Halt. Right? Hungry, angry, lo- lonely, or tired. And this was really good. When I heard him talk about this, or really, I read it through his book, Leading Through Chaos, he talks about this. And this is, Scott Mann is a former Green Beret. He spent about three decades of his life in the military leading forces, helping people within the, you know, within Afghanistan and Iraq and helping local communities come together and work together. I mean, he's really done tremendous work. And this was something that he used with his military crew that you have to recognize, am I freaking out right now? Because I just need some food, right? We talk about hangry and, you know, and just sort of in a joking way, but it's true. Like, do you need some fuel for yourself? I was just recently talking with a friend, uh, well, or messaging with a friend and she was like, yeah, sometimes I forget to eat. I'm so busy at work. That is like one of the worst things that you can do for yourself. Put a timer on your phone to remind yourself, like it's lunchtime, take and, and not to mention like you're entitled to like lunchtime, right? Like whatever hours you're working, like you are entitled to lunchtime, a break from work. Take it. It's uh, like your job, if it requires you to work through lunch, like honestly, I would say, even if you were to take 20 minutes to just sit down, eat your lunch and not do anything else. And then go back to work. I bet you would be more productive after you've eaten your lunch without doing anything else and more focused going back to work than if you try to to do it at the same time. The multitasking thing is a myth. So just check in with yourself. Are you hungry, angry, lonely, or tired? Halt, right? Remember, and address it and then take care of it. Because that's the next thing that really is most important for you to then be able to say, okay, I can get through the chaos. The number third or the third tip is, so I said in the beginning, chaos is not going to go away. There's always going to be something that's chaotic in your world. It's just, it's just life. Like life isn't supposed to be rainbows and sunshines and, you know, looking through life through rose colored glasses. Like it's just not. And that's okay. There are going to be periods of your life where it's going to feel like that, and it's going to be amazing, and it's going to be wonderful, and and enjoy those moments where things are just looking awesome. And then also recognize that there are going to be times where it's just not going to be that great. Life isn't supposed to be great all the time. And I think we have this misconception that it is. So the chaos isn't going to go anywhere, right? The crazy and the stuff that's happening isn't going to go away. It's just going to look different throughout your life. But what you can do is recognize what can I control and what can I not control? Tanner and I have talked about this on many occasions through through this podcast and through challenges and our coaching that we've done, that you have to recognize what you have control over, right? You know, we help married couples and we help, you know, strengthen their marriage. But at the end of the day, when we coach those couples, we have to look at it and be like, you are responsible for your actions and words. You have we have no control what the other person I'm is going to do. So what I would do is just recognize like what can I control in the situation? We can't control what's happening in the world of the pandemic. We can't control how it's going to continue to unfold, but we can control how we're going to respond to it. We can control how we're going to lead our children in the best way possible. We have control over how we're going to support our husband or wife and be there for them and love on, you know, love on them and love on our children. Like we have control over that. And our actions and our words. We don't have control how other people are going to respond to that or, you know, life's events of pandemic or something else that might come down the pike, right? So so remember what can you control? And you most importantly can control how you respond, right? So when it's getting crazy, you breathe, stop and breathe. And you look at what's going on, check yourself. Do I need something is some need not being met right now? And what is that? And, and recognize those things that you can control and focus on that, right? Like respond in a way of the things that You can control number four tip. I got five, right? So number four, I I love this one. I might be a rare breed on this, but I love this one. And I feel like most people don't or don't quite get it, but it is discipline equals freedom. If you think like, oh, I'll just, you know, figure it out and go along with the flow and blah, blah, blah. Now there's nothing wrong with like, hey, I'm going to just sort of go with the flow on certain things. But I feel like it's easier to go along with the flow when there's actually some structure in place, right? Like we can go out for our Sunday drive, but there's structure in place of how we're going to follow the rules of the road so that there are no accidents, right? Like you've got to have some type of structure and discipline set in your day. In order to have the freedom that you're looking for. And that will help lower the tension that goes on. Because if you've set up some time to be disciplined about certain things, then you can feel calmer from the inside out. And we call this, you know, like a, a regimen, a routine. It's not supposed to be a bad thing. It's not supposed to be like, oh, I gotta, I gotta do all this stuff, you know, it's and, and and have sort of like a negative connotation toward it. But if you could say, if I'm going to just start with waking up five minutes earlier than usual, five minutes before the, the rest of the household wakes up to give myself five minutes to be still quiet, breathe, read a quick, you know, meditation or prayer, you know, like something that, that is yours, that is yours. And what you need to say, okay, I like, I can go about my day. And maybe it's not in the morning. Maybe you do it midday because maybe that's when you feel like the stress level is kicking in. You're like, cool, I'm going to take my five minutes and I'm going to do what my body and mind needs so that I can feel like I can handle the rest of the day. But you've got to put in some of that discipline, that structure because it will give you the freedom for the rest of the day to be able to handle what's going on. And then to also have, you know, those spontaneous things that happen or like, I don't know, a pandemic happens, right? And so now a pandemic happens and we're like, ah, we freak out. But if we're not freaking out because we know that we've had some things in place and we've created some type of routine in our day, That doesn't change. And that gives us safety. That gives us a sense of control in a a world that's really out of control, right? So give yourself that structure because it'll help you feel like you've got safety and control in your life. You're doing the things that feed your mind and body well so that you can handle the rest of the day. And tip number five is to limit that negative noise. Like you just got to limit it. People get sucked into the 24 hour news cycle. I mean, I remember growing up where news came on at six o'clock, like you watch the news at six o'clock for 30 minutes and that's it. Right. And, and it was good stories and bad stories, right? Now it's 24 seven. So you can just sit there. We have a saying in our house where it's like, well, we check the news, but we don't watch the news, right? It's not, we're not watching the news all the time to just get sucked into it. And now on the rare occasion where we've actually caught ourselves getting sucked in, particularly at the beginning of the pandemic, it took us a couple of days where we're like, Oh my goodness, we have to stop. Like, this is awful of like what it's doing to us. It literally like erodes your insides. Ooh, I just even like peeked the mic on that. Cause I got so passionate about it, but like it, it, it destroys your insides. I mean, talk about raising your emotional temperature and, stressing you out even more because all their all they've news has their own agenda remember they've got to sell their ads they got to keep you hooked watching like they got their own agenda and not to say that some of the news sites are reporting like all false information but there's definitely something about it that's just like ah uh-uh, this is not healthy right so remember Eliminate the negative noise. Maybe it's following people on social media that just want to stir trouble and create trouble. Maybe it's following a group of people and you're and maybe you're going to events and being active with a group of people that really is just more focused on like complaining and just sort of the negative stuff that's going on rather than thinking about solutions and how to be positive and support one another. Like, you know, maybe you're part of a group like that. Maybe it's just some friends. Maybe it's a family member, right? That they're just like, I mean, we've got that in our own family. You know, there's a few members where we're just like, yeah, we just, we can't surround ourselves with them for too long because all they want to do is just be negative. And if you are surrounded by that day in and day out, you got another thing coming if you think that's not going to rub off on you. So be very careful. Your brain is so special that what you feed it matters. Just like we talk about nutrition for our bodies. Well, one nutrition for our brain is also important, but what we feed our brain, as far as like what we're listening to, who we're talking to the words that we say, all of those things matter and will affect your brain and ultimately how you respond in a chaotic time and what you do about it. So I encourage you to find more uplifting things to listen to. Always be right here and subscribe to the one relationship. I would love to know that you're here with me every week. That's what I'm doing with the mothers and and wives coming together next week for this Curb the Chaos challenge and helping them feel like they have some, you know, air in the chaos and they can lead their family well, lead themselves and their family well. So just do a little audit, right? And see what you're really paying attention to and how you could maybe start to shift that. Just take one thing out, be like, you know what? Kate told me to audit all this stuff and this doesn't seem like it's super positive. So you know what? I'm gonna eliminate this and find something else. If you want resources, you can, if you're watching live, you can comment below and say, hey, what are some of the resources that you and Tanner listen to? And we'd be happy to share some. You can also text us. Got on the screen here, 720-459-4219. That goes right to to the two of us. Again, it's 720-459-4219. And you can text us and say, hey, I need some resources of some more positive things to listen to. And And right now, one of the things that I do, and I go and I take the dog for a walk, is I listen to the Bible in a year podcast and just get some godly scripture in my life and some education around the scripture that I just listened to, because we know the Bible is really not that easy to understand, right? So, so, you know, so little things like that to just make a short change or uh, a simple change To just say, okay, I'm going to listen to this instead of that. But, you know, take audit of like the people you surround yourself with, the groups, who are you friends with on Facebook and Instagram and who are you following? You know, social media is a really uh, great place for negativity, right? It could be great for positive things, but it can suck you in for the negative too. And I don't, and I don't want that for you, right? And I hope that you don't want that for yourself either. So those are my five tips right now, some steps to help calm the chaos breath work, right? Take those big, deep diaphragmatic breaths to help you just just relax just a little bit. Just slow down. All you got to do is just slow down. When we can slow down, we can think better. Halt. Are you hungry, angry, lonely, or tired? Take a check-in of yourself of what's going on and, and make sure that those things are addressed. If anything's happening, control what you can recognize that not everything is in your control. Don't worry about it. Worry about what you can control, have some discipline, create a little bit of a regimen. Even if you're, even if your schedule is super crazy right now, figure out where you can give yourself five minutes to read a quick meditation or, or maybe you are driving to work and you can listen to something, you know, with your ride to and from work, things like that. Just create a little bit of that discipline. It'll help give you the freedom in your life and stay away from that negative noise. So some five tips for you to help calm the chaos and for the ladies out there who want to join me in the challenge i would really love to have you i mean the more the better spread the word because we we're going to do this challenge a little differently than we've done challenges in the past and i've got some really great guests women mothers who uh, are in the heat of it and ways that you can lower the chaos in your life and and how to handle it and go through it also how to have a little connection with your uh, husband as well, you know, and just little things like that can help you feel like you're supported more through everything that's going on. And and I'd love to have you a part of that. So if you want to register for the challenge, it's CurbTheChaosNow.com. And if you're listening to the podcast on Monday, you know, the, the week of the challenge, not too late, the link is in the show notes. And uh, just go and register, we'll get you in, we'll get you caught up. But really, like this is something that is so needed right now. And we're going to, we're going to go into a little bit more specific stuff through the week and in the challenge to really help curb the chaos and just find a little sense of calm in all the noise that's going around us. All right. So thank you so much for joining live. I love that the guy showed up live, which is awesome. But whether you show up with me each week live or or just listening on the podcast, I'm always so grateful for your support and that you're here supporting what Tanner and I are doing as we continue to build our family operating system that we can share with you. So enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks for listening to this episode of The One Relationship. Be sure to subscribe right now, and we'd love it if you could do us a quick favor too. Please rate and review this podcast. This will help others who want to strengthen their marriage discover our content. To get our free marriage manifesto today, head over to theonerelationship.com. And while you're there, we'd love to hear from you. Just hit the contact us button and send us your questions and feedback. Join us next time for more Real Talk on The One Relationship.